0: To another episode of the Business of Music breakdown or the Bomb Podcast, uh, your weekly podcast on all things related to the business of music, and um, we're excited today. By the way, uh, it's presented by Stone Mayer, and, and with your host, of course, Helmut Mayer, and myself, Lucas de Beer, and we're excited today um, as we'll be speaking to the owner of De Cali Donner. Media for and reals. design group. <laughs> for reals. <laughs> Afrikaans joke. And um, also award-winning filmmaker, musician, songwriter, producer, director. We're excited to have Charles Folcher with us today. Charles, welcome.
1: Okay, Lucas. Thank you for the big intro.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Charles, so the loaded question. How did you get into the business of music?
1: Um, I spent a lot of time... Uh, overseas after I got married and um, you know the desire to do music to be a singer songwriter has been there since obviously school Um, but I only really started climbing into the business of music when I came back from this from the UK in 2005 Mm. and I came back with with the goal I wanted to make a, a, a solo album and so that's kind of that was my introduction to the music business in South Africa did a lot of self publishing we all start out <laughs> yeah, yeah. as I, you do yeah. <laughs> yes yeah you know i think uh, um, from a uh, as uh, from an artist 's perspective and maybe from a kind of financial perspective, it definitely was not a a success, but it was a success in a sense that it was just a great learning school. Um, mm. uh, a lot of education in it. And um, so that wasn't the last. Um, after that, you know, I was involved with different bands and different uh, um, recordings. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, each time it kind of was a little bit more of a a school. And I think I would say at the at the third recording it started, you know, it, I, it, I started becoming part of stuff that I actually liked, oh. you know, yeah. So, so but I'm a little bit you. Your,
0: your approach to this thing, is, to me, is very interesting because it's uh, there's really an overlap between the audio and the visual yeah, component, yeah. Mm. film and music. I mean, yeah. you, you are releasing a new single now. Yes. And I've just watched the the new music video that you've made, which is beautiful. <laughs> and, uh, and and we'll put this underneath uh, the credits here so so people can go and watch the new yeah, video. It's yeah, really yeah. fantastic. It
1: actually filmed by Joshua Farrow, a very a, a young up-and-coming filmmaker Oh, fantastic. Himself, yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: So uh, so I'm just curious, how did you then also get into that side of the creative space, film, and the, the visual
1: aspect of it? Um, it? You go through cycles in life, and um, I would say it was actually one of those seasons that I kind of, quote-unquote, gave up on on music, you know? It was, we went to the UK the second time, <clears throat> and I was like, you know, stuff that I, I need to do something. I don't know that earns money or whatever. At that mm. point, I was working in hospitals, and and I didn't. I actually did enjoy that environment, but I didn't see myself becoming a nurse or a doctor, or anything like that. Um, but the one thing that did rise to the top was photography. Um, and I can remember at school, especially high school, I started looking. You know through uh, um, photography um, books and books and magazines and stuff. So there was an interest that kind of started perking up, but I didn't really follow that route. That the music passion came from like primary school. It's, it's kind of raw. It's just like, I, want, I, I remember the day I I saw a, a, another kid actually um, uh, um, performing something in the sun class. And it's like, that just ignited something for me. I was like, I wanted to do that. And that put me on that journey, but then the photography thing, um, uh, one of our stints overseas, we lived in Minnesota in in the States and I bought a film camera back in the day. So that would give you away how old I am. Um, But I got that. And then when we ended up in the, (laughs) you guys know. (laughs) When I ended up in the UK, I was like, okay, you know, music, this isn't gonna gonna work. and i started photography um just really taught myself just just consumed everything back then there was no internet it was just you know consumed all the magazines you could find and get up a, a subscription and all that um but it's funny in that uh, in that time i ended up in a in a uh a church in in london a very well known um big church and in that space i was used in the mu- on the music side of the church, and I was actually became the the main photographer guy, pulling together teams and and, and doing the photography. Oh wow! So that's kind of where the two started running together. Yeah. And when I came to South Africa, um, you know, obviously you have to make a living, yeah, and you need to follow your dream of making music, and that kind of uh, uh, um, naturally evolved into into the video side of things, mm-hmm. and that just gave me another tool of storytelling um that i really really love i I would say photography is the thing that i i enjoy just doing no 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 strings attached no pressure whatever but video is the thing that i also just it enhances that storytelling and that's kind of where um the vein of of uh, another road and career Mm -hmm. for income but it's not really about income, it's about passion, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just started going down that road. So it's such a
0: great, creative, professional comment you just made. It's not really about income, it's about passion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but which, which but you uh, need the income, you, yeah. <laughs> you, need, no, 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 no. you need
1: no. pay the rent. I think very often <coughs> it, is, it
2: is the dilemma of, yeah. And then we, we'll talk about your, your, your statement about creativity just now that you made your website. But as, as creative, that is the dilemma, yeah. is that very often you're thinly spread between more than one interest yes. and you have the pleasure of the real life.
1: Yeah, especially, especially in South Africa. Um, yeah. You know, um, I've lived in the States three times and, uh, and in the U.K. twice. And the, the, the resources that you have there as a, as a young kid, if you start showing passion in, say, music, I mean – the ability to learn, back in the day when the internet wasn't something, you know, um, but even especially also now, the ability to learn online and then actually go buy gear and try things. And actually, um, the resources in those developed countries just give you more time to mm. follow this passion without, you know, before you really start feeling the pressure, I need to now, I don't know, do, do a career that you know um ups my income mm. that the grace that you have with regards to testing things out um because of resources um it, it it's extended over there mm. you know i think yeah you start feeling pressure to yeah, i don't know crop your boykey very quickly out of school because it's just it's it's not the same context you, yeah. know? you, you, center, you know you need to drive the center you know you need to you need to make your money work yeah and and, and i don't think you have the same the same freedoms here and therefore you need to spread yourself thin and do everything yeah and i and i kind of in the uk i i caught on to the the concept of use what's in your hand um but i've always been at that point i always wanted to do i just wanted to do this thing and i i was i wanted to specialize very quickly i wanted to do this i wanted to do this music thing mm. but i didn't stay curious to open myself up for other things and opportunities, um, and I think that probably cut me off from uh, uh, um, uh, opportunities that would have actually enabled me to do music maybe more mm. at that point um, sure. because I, I just wanted to do this. But in the end, you're doing less because you don't really have income to to do it, you know. So, mm. um, yeah, but it's a it's a tension. You, you always you always feel it because you know where you've. Where your creativity flows out the easiest and, and and just without effort, but now you need to do all these other things. But if you do open your, up yourself to it, sometimes you find gold, like I did with uh, with uh, video and photography. Um, you know, in the end, I also started doing graphic design and website designs and all that. You know, because you know it's just diversify. Yeah. But I I do like the concept and the ability to specialize at some point. Just in a way, because that's the thing that then, you know, if, if you become more laser-focused on something, you'll get and you stick through the hard times, you'll, you'll start getting momentum quicker mm-hmm. than what you've got. I heard this quote the other day, you know, am uh, jack of all trades and master of none, so it's yeah. kind of a negative thing. Uh, but then I realized it was actually a positive thing in, um, back in the day. It was, um, there was this playwright in Lo- and, um, guy in, in London, and he used to do everything. I mean, he literally built props, and then he'd do some directing, he'll do some acting, he'll learn all the lines, he just and he writes, and he just did everything. And, and, and they, they called him a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, and, but the rest of the saying is, it's oftentimes better than the master of one. So it's actually a positive thing, oh. and it was actually William Shakespeare that they refer to. So wow. I think it's good to do that, but somewhere you find that, yes. that road where the specialization comes in. Something draws you. Yeah, if you just keep at it. Um, so I would say my rawest passion is music, but because of being spiritual so thin, I wouldn't say I'm the most skilled in that area, but then in today's, well, certain parts of that area, but in today's environment, collaboration is just fantastic because you don't have to be, you know it, now in that in the music sense, you don't have to the, be master of everything in that in that in that context you know so you, know.
2: you mentioned on your website that creativity isn't a career choice it's a standard of excellence. Yeah. what does it mean to you
1: um i it's something that I started thinking about not too long ago but a few years uh, a few years ago that um I started because I worked in admin a, lot, a long time, you know, before I started breaking out, you know, in hospitals, you know, b- before I started taking the chance of doing my own photography business and, you know, tried try music stuff and then start building websites and video and all that. Um, but so I did admin and it was frustrating to me, but um, I, actually knew, I actually knew how to do admin. I knew how to do credit controlling and different things. But I realized, and, and I think uh, my wife actually inspired me with regards to, uh, with regards to that. I, I just saw how she could walk, walk into a business or an organization and just it's the systems, it's chaos. And then she goes in there and works from and within six months, she started creating systems and things that work. It mm. just flows and created manuals so that if she goes, someone else can, you know. So I just realized there's creativity even in that context. You have to be, it needs to be efficient. So you need to think creatively. You need to think out of the box. You you need to remove yourself from how deep that ruts, you know, being being worn through, you know, um, people doing the same way. And for you to kind of create new systems that involves creativity. So I think, you know, when I was stuck, and that's the thing, when I was stuck in the admin admin world, the moments that i didn't see it as being stuck but as okay what can i do here while i'm here that brings create that allows you to bring creativity even in that that context i mean um, doctors you know designing new procedures for i don't know operations things like that that's creativity and, you know it, it it involves thinking outside of the box and creating yeah. something new on top of maybe existing science or just new science, I mean, to me, that all is—it's all creativity.
0: And that was absolutely my next question. So you're involved in multiple creative aspects: mm. photography, mm. videography, yeah. music, directing. songwriting, yeah. directing—all these things. And my question would be: How do you stay creative? But you've kind of said now to think out of the box. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything else you maybe want to add to that?
1: Um how to stay creative um i think it's don't like you can get a job you know it is uh, do a video job and you can like it could be the same as a previous job for another client and you can literally just okay i know the formula i'm just gonna i'm gonna do it that way but i'm always kind of not satisfied with doing it the same way i did before you don't want to kind of break the mold it needs to fit what the customer wants but I, i don't necessarily want to use the font in the same way that i did you know, the previous one, you know, Century Gothic might work for you, you know, the previous one or something and it's like it's an easy font that I love that I can just replicate but every now and again you need to kind of okay, let's think of a this is very practical but let's think of a different font and font transition um, and and not just go for the formula, you know, and um, in that way I think it's the same for all of those disciplines but I think in the long run if you want to stay just kind of keep that passion of staying creative you know the, the net's wide you know i do a lot of things but i would like to kind of mm-hmm. i mean I've, I've only been back in south africa for three years now you know so i kind of needed to throw the net out and then you know obviously covid happened all that um but you know in that you needed to just kind of diversify but i would like to get to a point where and i know what i want to focus on but um and, and, and then that allows you to become more creative now in a more focused way. But you always just need to be, never be satisfied. Never be satisfied with where you were yesterday, you know. Yeah. Um, and and in a, I think if, that's all, if that hunger stays there, you're going to find new ways, you know, yeah. to stand out. To, But it's really not to stand, just stand out about the rest. You know, that's great. But it's, it's to satisfy yourself that you're not... You're not um, getting stuck in a rut you know um and you happy with what you're producing mm. if we, if i keep producing the same way i did yesterday i'm like i'm never going to kind of be happy you know as creators we're all we never kind of really happy with, with where we end on something we can always improve it but you kind of need to make the decision okay let this go to the person that you're making it for um, um and, and and if that's part of it you're always gonna try find new ways creative yes. ways so
2: I have a, a little bit of a, of a personal question, just thinking back on your time in America and now back in uh, South Africa. Would you say it's tougher to make a living mm. um, and just speaking professionally and earning an
1: income? Yeah.
2: Is, it, is, it, is, it, is it more tough in South Africa than it used to be in the States?
1: Yeah, uh, to, to make a buck, to make a rent or a dollar, it's way easier there. You know, even if um even if you're struggling over that it feels like you can buy food mm. you know, you can buy your occasional bit of clothing without you know getting a credit card or you know a loan or some kind of pressure that you which is not never wise to do anyway it doesn't matter if you're south africa but um like uh those pressures come way quicker in south africa so yes it is way more difficult um uh, the buffer that you have in america is just it's it's, it's thicker you know it can last longer before you really hit rock bottom, you know, Mm. and if you have the right mentality, Mm. um, you probably never hit rock bottom uh, unless it's just freak, you know, kind of freak circumstances, you know, stuff like that. Um, But you also are very small fish. And I I mean, just think about it. We have 60 million people in this country. In America, 300 million, you know, to make – to to get into the space of where the great ones are I call them like the, the 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 champions of the industries yeah um the road is just you know it's it's not impossible but it's it's just you know that's more the, the 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 benefit of being in South Africa and I was reluctant to come back um for a time um but you you very quickly feel at home because it's like now you don't have to uh, um, make your mark in a culture that doesn't really know you. You you, can, mm. you can think you think they might know, they know you, or you think you know them, but you never truly will. Um, you know, I've been overseas a few times, and I've stayed five, you know, uh, six and a half years in the UK. Uh, you know, five years in the UK, six and a half years in the states, and um, uh, even though you come back to a challenging context, it, it's just immediately you understand what goes on around you. Maybe not fully, but you know, you understand, you yeah. you, you feel at home within, within the context of South Africa. Um, and then you also, you know, there's some, some level of luck and grace involved in it. Um, but then you, you, you the, the, the industry, my industry is way smaller. So if you get one little inroad, then you kind of, you start to know everyone. In the States, it's not the same. You've got, New York, you've got Los Angeles, you've got, um, and then you've got all a lot of the other big city, Atlanta, you know, that, just all these different hubs. So you kind of need to migrate to one of those hubs and then it's such a big city, you know, it's just to, to, to get in somewhere is difficult. So mm. it's definitely diff- more difficult, especially coming back and having to start from scratch. Um, but it's also, it's got its benefits. Um, and I I think what I'm hopeful for is momentum here, gives uh, momentum and connections uh, back overseas. And that, you know, that, that, that handshake um, makes it sustainable to stay here.
0: You've mentioned now um, the mentality as well. Yeah. Um, and I was just wondering, you know, how has living overseas helped you to think differently? Um, in coming okay. back to your own country? Yeah. And maybe this, you know, if there's a listener listening, maybe the importance of sometimes crossing boundaries, mm-hmm. yeah. getting a new perspective... Yeah, yeah. And, and, bringing and, it, bringing and bringing it home. It home. Yeah. Or what, yeah. you know, what kind of changes or what kind of lessons yeah. can you take from that?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean you're a very travelled man. Um, I'm probably not even as travelled as him, but I've stayed more places. Um, but it, I think... If I could, I could. If I could have every South African just go for one trip overseas and stay there for a month, uh, I would. I would love that because it just brings you, it brings you a different perspective, and it mostly br- brings you gratefulness. Um, if you allow it to, it can also bring you discontent because it's always better on the other oh. side. But now, if you live on the other side, it's also always better on this side. It's just you. You, you break that seal and then it stays there. But um, like the UK allowed me to not take myself too serious. I learned that <laughs> the U.S. on the other side helped me to communicate better. You know, um, they're very task driven. They very like people come second, task first, efficiency first. And um, on our side, it's like, it's chaos, you know, like, we're, uh, this is a meeting we need to finish. Don't challenge that. Yeah, it's a meeting that needs to, we've only got an hour, but then it's two hours because we are catching up first and it's like relationship first and then task second. Now, when you go to Gauteng, it's a little bit more American. It's, it's task true. on top, you know, people second. But then also in that context, sorry, this little side note, I find the people to be really... Uh, warm and you know you quickly get into into someone's circle over there Cape Town is a little different (laughs) 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 but but yeah I mean uh, overseas overseas other countries give you a perspective that um if you allow it make you more uh, efficient and hopefully also more grateful for what you have because I found a love for South Africa by being overseas even though everything here feels weird uh, not weird um, um more difficult and, like, it's chaotic when you're over there because you just see it through the eyes of media. Um, and you come back and it's like you get that street-wiseness again, you know. So South Africans that leave and they've gone, been gone for 10, 10 years, they kind of lose that street-wiseness to not feel like everything's going, you know, and go haywire over here. There is a lot of dysfunction. It's, we don't have to hide it. But when you are here, you kind of keep that grit to, like, actually – um, be uh, be able to make a living and enjoy living here, yeah. even with all the challenges. But it's it's like it's like anything, you know. If an American comes over here, yeah, what they learn here, I think, make a more a better person on the other side. I think it's I think it's valid for all countries. Yeah, uh, and, and even contexts, different contexts and, and areas in a country, you know, mm. especially America. I mean, it's like so. Dexel's big. I mean, it's like I, I did a big trip like once with my wife, and it's like, we started in New York, we went down to, you know, Augusta, Georgia, and then Atlanta, and then we went over to Nashville, and it was Memphis, and then we went up to Ohio, and it's like, and then up to um, Minnesota, and then back to New York, and I thought, man, like, I worked out the miles and the kilometers. It's like, man, I've traveled America, and you look at the map, and it was literally looked like you traveled a third of the country. <laughs> so, like, the rest is over there. It so you can beautiful. imagine in that context... You have to change context to open your eyes a little bit yeah. yeah long answer to a short question right on
2: yeah and you mentioned Cape Town just now how different it is to, for example yeah. in South Africa to live in Cape Town versus living in joburg yeah. it makes me think of uh, us as creatives I mean support is a very important subject in our yeah. you know different lives that we live compared to a more you know uh, structured uh, yeah corporate way of living how important would you say it is to have support structures in your life and if I may ask what kind of support um do you have in your professional and your personal life
1: um I mean you know for me it's not a reality for everyone but family plays is is, like blood family is is I'm lucky that it's it's good and and there's a lot of support in that I mean I'm married to, uh, married to an amazing human being. Um, and, uh, y- you know, yeah, it brings love and support, but also um, helps me with the direction, With direction, you know. Mm. I think back in the day when you're younger, you kind of just like you go through life and you just like, you don't even notice people's opinions and you, you know, just everything's a haze because you just like, you don't, you know, just for a moment slow down and notice what's around you. And I think I would have made, um, I would have appreciated it more if I was more wise, but then, you know, that only comes with age, you know, um, well, mostly. You're getting there, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, you are noticing know, that I'm hot already. Um, but, um, so I think, um, family and then certain friends, um, and then, um, uh, people in the industry, you know, um, yeah, just, being, being part of, a, yeah, of the community. Being part of a community. And uh, of, yeah. it, it's only recently that I, um, you know, so I came back, tried to cut up my own, own poiki, um, you know, and then being involved in a few things. But you, you kind of feel like, well, I need to make this work for myself now. And COVID, you know, br- brought a lot of challenges for a lot of industries. And um, seeing that I live in Caledon at the moment, um, it, it, you know, it, was, it just kind of, it killed me. I mean, it's like, it's been, sure. it, it put me on a, I, like 2020 started out like, here we go. This is going to be, this is going to be yeah. good. And then COVID, you know, the first lockdown hit and then a certain job pulled me up to a certain point. But then after that, I just didn't want to, you know, especially with the second wave, everyone was ready to go after the first lockdown. And then the second lockdown, after that, everyone was afraid, you know, to do yeah. anything. And, and being in Caledon, um, you know, it, it just made it even more difficult. But then I got to a point this year where it's was like, you know what? Because I, I'm also a more mature age, you know. So um, coming back into, the, especially into the uh, the the uh, video production for uh, TV and and all that, uh, wanting to kind of try get into it in South Africa. Here, it's it's kind of you know my age. You, you know, you can't really. I I'm willing to, but no one's going to let you start. You know, I don't run around and be a runner or whatever. You know, just uh, you know the 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 trajectory in, in career in, in that career is you know, can be pretty long and there's probably no time. So yeah. no one really, you know, you just can't get into it. And that's where community was important. You know, it's um I actually approached a, a friend of mine in the industry and it just um I said, dude, COVID's killing me. Just put a little humility on the on the on the table. And it's like don't pretend like you're this great wow. filmmaker, you know. Yeah. And just dude, I have a lot to learn, especially in this industry, especially where you at, you know, do you have a little space? And yeah. and 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 just the support even just from that conversation mm-hmm. um and, and and being in a community and just you know even coming back uh, reconnecting with you guys and then and then all of a sudden just reconnecting with everyone that i had done life and started especially mm-hmm. in the music side of things mm-hmm. um and, and not not burning bridges and letting kind of, uh, letting relationships go when you're in America and I'm going to stay here forever you know like even a, a certain contact there is as the guy called Franco that um, actually helped me produce this um, song now, like just keeping contact. Contact, you know, we weren't like like best buddies at that point, but just you know keep contact. And I remember actually lying on the stage at this church that I was working with um, in in Georgia and having this Facebook conversation with Franco, and you know keeping those things alive. And when I came back, mm-hmm. it came to it kind of came full circle to fruition and i realized this guy started producing i didn't know that you know and um and that led to let's let's do this you know and um yeah. and to this point so yeah. um family family in my life has played a big role for me not to give up yeah. but then when it comes to actually in the industry you need to Make that circle as big as you can. Wow. Keep relationships going, even if that relationship doesn't benefit you at yeah. this point in time. And if it never does, it does benefit you. There's a mutual something there that does benefit you, at least in the sense of growing in knowledge or wisdom. You know, so yeah. I think a lot of creators, sometimes even in the older ages, like man, I'm like the rock star with my two followers. You know, and then um and, and might be facetious but there's still people that kind of you know like man and do this on my own yeah. but like it's 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 amazing coming back actually and just um just seeing with you guys in the industry also um the amount of connections and relationships that were back in the day that maybe you know you, you moved move the but it's still there and it's still flourishing yeah. and, and everyone has moved on yeah 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 but um but not letting those, those go. And, you know, you, know, you know, it might not be in someone's life for a long time, but, you know, like the occasional hello, whatever, you know, and it, it comes around and it's full, full circle, so.
0: Wow, that's fantastic, having personal, having professional support. Yeah. Um, I want to change gears just a little bit, yeah. getting back to your kind of creative expression. And I was just curious, how does your music... And your musicality influence your visual kind of creative yeah. side. Mm. Uh, you know what's the interplay there or the overlap
1: for you? Um, because music is so emotional. Uh, you know, uh, one thing is this: uh, a guy that produced the EP for me, Daniel Ornelas, in in, yeah. in 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 um, in Nashville. He said, "Shaw, sure, you, your skill level my, in the industry where I work, all the, you know, we do just do music all the time. So it's kind of it's taken a little bit of that mystery out of music for us, you know. But you, you kind of, you just got enough to do this, but you, you still have that, that, that kind of mysterious love for you know music. So you know, it might a, a certain uh, theory in music or whatever might might be known, but it's not. It's not like you dealt you with it every busy with it every day." And he said, "That kind of helps you to." allowed to really enjoy it in a different way still mm. um and that brings me to how emotional music is because and i'm an emotional person i'm very you know with my boy i'm very huggy in his face and it's sooner and it's like um so i feel things i feel strong and, and and because i feel music so strong that has bled into into the way i edit you know even if you edit um a, a corporate docy, you know even if there's silence in it, I always think of it in the sense of like, is this going to move someone in some way, like how music uh, uh, moves me? And that, um, and that's that's uh, that I feel have influenced me uh, how I edit and film. I al- I'm always wanting to um, create in that context in an emotional way. even if it just gives inf- information, then you find a way to in the corporate context. You know, do something that will move that businessman that hasn't got more than thirty seconds. You know, um, and I'm saying I'm fantastically good at it, but that's what I'm always, yeah. uh, i always aiming for. And then you know, because you know music, you know, you know movements, you know the ebb and flow of things, um, and that's that that kind of storyline that, or that journey rather that you get taken along on on the song if you listen it through, you know, properly. It feels like it's the same in a video, you go through this ebb and flow. You know, you take people up here, then you drop them, leave them and you take them again. You know, Um, it's the same as the dynamic that you get into in in, in a song uh, um, that take you on that journey. So I think it's the emotional side, the feeling side have really crept Mm -hmm. into the way I produce video, Um, so yeah.
2: We need to almost land this, but uh, I have two, two, two more thoughts to bounce off you. Um, How do you manage a lot of projects? Maybe just as a practical thing for the listeners. Yeah. I know you, you. You. What's the saying? You have a lot of balls in the air. Yeah. <laughs> is that very much? Oh, yeah. You're juggling a lot of. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the, the English expression is, but you know what I mean. But yeah. you have a lot of um, yeah. stuff on your plate, and yeah. you manage a lot of things. How do you actually cope with deadlines? All
1: the admin. Um you have to you have like i don 't want to dis anyone or anything here but i I remember working in um church where it was very unbalanced that pressure in a specific context having to do a lot of things um, I think it was a combination of uh, unreasonable expectation, but also i didn't have the capacity and the 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 um, the skill yet to manage it all and to communicate well and so I think it was actually. A lot on my side that needed to be improved in that context, mm. but I, it also put me on a speedy learning curve. Um, so on a practical on a practical level, always communicate. Even if you feel like, Man, I need to, I'm busy with this filming this production, mm-hmm. but you know this person wants to know this about a website or whatever. It's like communicate. Yeah, if you so communicate and mm-hmm. you get people up, like find that you have to like do your, like I always feel like, no, no, they want to know I'm only working on their project, and it's like. Most people know that's just not the way it works because they know how much they're paying you, so they know that you can't survive on what they are you. You know, you need to you need to fill up <laughs> the basket a little bit. You know, and so so, so um, I, I think it can go too far, and I think it's you know you can get too busy, um, and I think w- once you start feeling it in your soul and you kind of it's just it's grinding you. You need to really figure it out. But on a practical level, I use project management app software kind of thing just to just so i can always visually see where things are and create little tasks and even if i don't do that task for like the next three weeks because maybe maybe i feel like impress you know push a little bit you know uh, back but then communicate um but then have something i i'm a visual person i need to kind of see all the stuff spread when i do a documentary or something i print out sheets of notes or whatever it's just Blocked all over my wall, you know. So I need to kind of spread visually to, so my mind doesn't go crazy. So I make a lot of lists and I make a, a lot of tasks and try at least, you know, move on a practical level. But um, um, and I found like when you find that I can't manage all these things uh, to uh, all together, I just it always works out in the sense that that person like you feel there's a deadline, there's another deadline the day after. It's like it always works out in the way mm. where people move things around and you don't even have to worry about it. You know, it just works out in the end because when it feels like it's, it's too tight, usually it's not, it's not too tight uh, in my context, because of just the way people work, you know, they, their meeting gets moved or whatever, you know, so, and you kind of need to fill up the basket a little bit. Now in this context, being back in South Africa, needing to uh, make a, make a mark again. um, And, uh, but I think when it gets to the point where you I think if it gets to the point where you can't sleep, because I've had that before, um, oh, that right. where you struggle to you struggle to switch off when it's time to switch off, then you need to figure out. Then you need to reassess some things. You yeah. know, so.
0: so that's that's super important. Though. Looking out for the signs. Yeah. And what I'm also hearing from you is finding your way. Yeah. Of being a visual yeah, person, finding your way. Yeah. Of what helps you, and then the super important third thing was communication.
1: Yeah, Mm. I think that it's probably that's what I learned in America. It's like over communicate. Over communicate. Um, And if you over communicate, people are going to be they're going to feel taken care of. That means it takes pressure for off you to deliver. Like really, right now, if they know where they're at with you, Mm. um, they have the choice to communicate back to you. Do listen. I have this important meeting now. I didn't know about it. It's coming up tomorrow. Can you help me out? And then you make it work because the other person is not going to have that same uh, uh, um, urgency. Yes. You know? So I think the communication thing is the most important and probably the thing that I'm going to learn to do better till the day I die. So no. yeah.
0: Don't die now, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, last um, question from my side. Um, so I think most people watching this you know creatives it's the business of music any parting shot any wisdom any thing that you would like to leave with them
1: before we end off this session today Um, I I said a little bit earlier don't specialize too soon specialize but stay curious stay curious to you know like I only wanted to be a singer songwriter and to be honest, if I found that momentum, I'm like, I wouldn 't mind it, but you know life 's life you know life doesn 't give um, everyone what it 's given i don 't know Justin Bieber or you know whatever it, it just doesn 't but I'm, I knew one thing I wanted to be creative i wanted to I wanted my every day not to be the same as the day before mm-hmm. that 's probably the one thing that that even though I might not have found the momentum as a singer songwriter if I can walk into, even when I was uh, overworked in America, because that's what I'll call it, I never looked up to, I I never walked into the office feeling I don't want to walk into this. I was always like happy to create something new. Um, So that's the, that's the, that's the one thing always, even if you need to do admin jobs, keep creating, keep writing your songs, keep, drawing mm. stuff you know just keep going through those hard times or not hard times but just like where life takes you um don't specialize too soon um specialize but like don't hold on to it so so tight that you're going to miss this other opportunity here where where you can actually marry that talent and skill with this new direction you know and um and then in the end also um you know in 10 years time you know say you start down down this road in 10 years time only a few guys are going to keep doing it um and if you're one of those guys you're going to be on top wow. so you know <laughs> so don't give up in that sense but yeah. not not because never give up never go up oh yeah Ch- churchill that's you know like us win the <laughs> war kind of thing but it's like if you just keep going at it even if you now all of a sudden need to work here to make money work and stuff keep doing this keep gunning at it. You know, even if it now you can give ten percent of it, but in two years time you can give eighty percent of it or fifty percent, but you keep going. And then when when the dust settles um and there's two people standing and you're one of them then then you then you're the leader in that context. So
0: oh fantastic.
1: Shal thank you so much from uh,
2: from us here at the bomb. Um If you like this, please press the button and subscribe to our channel. And we see you soon for the next episode of Business of Music Breakdown. Again, thank you very much for visiting us, Charles. Thanks for having me. And uh, listeners, we check you soon.